We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thunder can now dribble it out. An impressive performance from this young Thunder team. Nick's fought hard. But could make the big plays at crunch time. And they lose the opening game of this three-game trip. 129 to 120. These fans love this team. OKC not only successful, but they're very entertaining. Jalen Brunson, 24.7 assists. Knicks did a lot of good things offensively, but had trouble at times stopping the Thunder. All right. Um, mm. 129-120 final. Knicks lose in Oklahoma City to start off a three-game road trip. We were uh, about three minutes away from this being a uh, perfectly cordial postgame. 18-4 to four turnover margin aside. Uh, turned into a really good game. Knicks came out of the gate defensively, uh, not playing with the requisite level of energy to make up for the fact that they have a really poor defensive starting five, but they kind of started to make up for that in the second half. Whatever. Um, we'll get back to the turnovers. And coming down the stretch, it was a game. It was a game they were probably going to lose anyway. Uh, because again, you turn the ball over 18 times. The only, the other team, uh, only turns it over four. You're, you're probably not winning that game. And also they have closers. They have closers on closers on closers, SGA, um, J dub. And then obviously the big guy who, my God, is he, it, it, I, I'll save my praise for Oklahoma city, uh, a little bit later. Cause I, I do want to get it out, but that whatever cordial, somewhat up you know happy ish version of this post game went right down the shitter uh the second Emmanuel quickly checked out of this ball game for RJ Barrett. As usual, it's never truly a simple conversation when it comes to quickly and RJ and the minutes and the whole thing of it. But sometimes it actually is pretty fucking simple. And tonight was one of those times. I get it. He is a 6'3 guard. He is not a large man by the standards of NBA basketball. I know exactly what Tibbs saw. He saw J-Dub take Emmanuel quickly off the dribble, treat him like a, a, a rag doll, bullying him into the post and getting a bucket because that was the matchup. That's the only matchup that's left because you could only hide Jalen Brunson on one guy, which is where all of this of uh, all the, the tree of all of the shit 
that that surrounds the quickly minutes thing, the seed for that tree is we have a six foot point guard can't particularly defend very well. And he's the best player on the team. Um, and he's their all-star and he's probably going to be all NBA this year. And he needs to play 35, 36, 37 minutes a night. And you got to hide him defensively. So everything else sprinkles down from there. All the decisions that they have to make sprinkle down from there. So you can only hide Jalen Brunson on one guy quickly. Well, I guess you got to pick up um, Jalen Williams, who's killing the Knicks all night. I'm sure probably not a coincidence. Um, and he got bullied. And Tibbs defaults to what Tibbs defaults to, which is I'm going to control what I can control. And I am going to do the thing that the book says to do. And what the book says to do is I have a theoretical um, big wing defender who I could stick on said guy that just took quickly into the post and scored rather easily. And thus my glaring defensive ineptitude in the final three and a half, four minutes of this game goes by the wayside. So at least I have checked that box. That's what Tibbs is. He's a box checker. And you know what? He's the best best fucking box checker in the league. It's why I love the man. Because he is a madman when it comes to making sure every possible box that can be checked is checked. No coach works harder at it. And that is the reason why he's going to get 500 wins in a few weeks. Uh, it's the reason why he's been the best Knicks coach, in my opinion, since Jeff Van Gundy. And it's the reason why I, I, I really do go to town or go to bat for him because he works so hard to make sure he knows all the boxes that needs to be, that need to be checked and that he is making the most informed decision when he goes to check all of those boxes. But sometimes you got to read the fucking room. And this was not the game to take Emmanuel quickly out and to put RJ Barrett back in. It was not. I don't know that I've been more fired up after a game, good or bad this season than after this one. You can't do that there. You just can't do it. Did it cost your team the game? Probably not. They were probably not winning that game. I want to acknowledge that the Thunder are now I'll get my Thunder praise out of the way. That team is a I don't know what the trade is, but they're a trade away from making the goddamn finals this year. They are. Then who knows? They may not even need a trade. My Lord. Or do they play sound basketball on both on both ends? They don't take any bad shots or make any mistakes defensively. And they got an MVP candidate and uh, shit. They might have two to say nothing of of. um J-Dub, who, who looks like he has an all-star upside. All right, I got that out of the way. Thunder are awesome. They're awesome. So, again, you're on the road. Like, I know they were on the second night of back-to-back. They're young. That doesn't phase them. Um, so, you, they're probably losing the game anyway. It's not, and there's no shame in that. There's no shame in going to Oklahoma City and losing. Um, no, none of your players had a particularly great game, with the exception of one. And it took them off the court. It's just... It's really frustrating and it is indicative of the one major design flaw in this team, which is the guy that they need to put this all together to make all the other pieces fit. The big wing who could at the very least knock down corner threes with his eyes closed 
occasionally make an above the break three, occasionally make something happen off the dribble. And at the very least, you know, you could sick him on the other team's best offensive player with a few exceptions because there's like three or four guys in the league that can guard literally every perimeter player, but like almost everyone. They have that guy on the roster or at least the guy that's supposed to be that guy. And for the what? How many years is this of R.J. Barrett? This is his fifth, sixth year, fifth year in the league. I've lost track. Whatever it is, we continue to have to talk about this player like he is a rookie or a second year player. Well, you know, come on, guys. R.J. did some nice things tonight. He had some nice, some nice shots that he made in the second quarter. He had that one. He had, he kicked out to the corner on that one instance when he drove and didn't challenge the the rookie who's uh, fourth in the league in blocks. Um, you know, he had a couple of nice rotations on defense and and didn't get, like this is how you talk about a rookie or at most a second year player. This is not. It is not how you're supposed to talk about one of the tent poles of your organization. Emmanuel quickly plays like one of the tent poles of your organization. Unfortunately, he plays virtually the same position as the tent pole of your organization. And that's where all, again, I keep repeating myself because it's where all of it comes from. It's RJ not being good enough and Emmanuel quickly being too good for what his role is by definition on this team because of how it is built. Brunson quickly to combo guards. DiVincenzo, Grimes to shooting guard sized players. And honestly, they're like DiVincenzo and Grimes, there are a lot bigger shooting guards in the league. So forget the notion of them playing the three because that's what that's. And that's the other thing. And, and again, shout out to Benji and Fred I had a fantastic conversation about this on Fred's uh, pot cats and shoot about how Tibbs just doesn't trust the true, true three guard lineups. I'm not talking to RJ and, and Hart. It's quickly Brunson plus DiVincenzo or plus Grimes, which is something that in theory, the Knicks should maybe look to go to more. But you know what? Tonight wasn't the night for that either. Not against this team, not with the size that they put out there. And my God, do they put a lot of size out there. It's incredibly frustrating. It's even more frustrating when you consider the fact that, you know, what, you know, did you look back a summer and a half or a year and a half ago with the Donovan trade that wasn't made that would have involved RJ Barrett. And you just, you want it to come together. You want it to come together, which is why people were so happy after those first seven games because they're like, oh, my God, our prayers have been answered. And again, I said it after the first Milwaukee game on December 23rd. He'll probably come back and have a nice night because he does that. But you cannot win consistently if someone you rely on to be consistent is everything but. So, you know. Throw the cordial post game out the window because it's just a matter of who people want to blame the most and and not to be outdone throwing his hat in the ring late after what was really, I, I thought, a pretty outstanding second half. I mean, he was a beast. They couldn't do anything with him. Julius Randle not running back after um, he got blocked or whatever stripped. I don't know what the result was, but it was a clean play. Didn't run back. Complained to the refs. Uh, Jalen Williams hits a a three, and that was basically the ball game. But again, you know, if Randall runs back, is it any different? No, because he was getting beat all night defensively. And if you want to take it a different direction and you want to go towards the bigger picture issues that, because every game always presents some bigger picture issues. And tonight it was what I referenced earlier, which is that this starting lineup just against the best 
offensive teams in the league, and God knows the Thunder are one of the best offensive teams in the league. They just do not defend at a good enough level. And I mean, you want to talk about an argument that, um, or a, or a, or a, a, a potential theory that aged about as well as uh, a cup of milk left out overnight in the middle of July. Um, I talked to Fred on the pod that dropped today about, well, you know what? Maybe do they, how is it really that vital that, you know, Mitch get like, how big of a loss is Mitch really? Because they're so much better offensively with Hardenstein, which they, which they are, which they are. Um, Maybe he does enough defensively. And we circle back around to the main point, which is that, yeah, maybe in a different universe where they did have that big wing defender and you could get away with a, 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 a defensive five that's just like a very solid defensive five as opposed to one of the best defensive fives in the league. Maybe that's a that's a different conversation. Um, but that's not the conversation we're having here because you don't have a plus defender in the starting lineup. Not a single one. And you have guys that you could target if you're a team like OKC. And God knows they did to come out of the gate. And it set the tone for the rest of the game. The Knicks were playing catch up the whole way. Again, the turnovers didn't help. Credit to the Thunder, the best turnover generating team in all of the NBA. Number one uh, with a bullet in turnover ratio. It is one of the many things they do very well. So again, I want to give credit where credit is due. Um, But teams are just too often coming out. And, you know, it's like shooting practice in an open gym against the Knicks starting five. And I'm not going to kill DiVincenzo either. DiVincenzo, man, the dude fights. He does what he can. Even Brunson, we, we talked about it all year. He, and he's been better defensively. He's fought, he fights, he's been better. The whole thing, it doesn't matter. He's a six-foot guard. Randall's never going to be able to be... like if the, the funniest moment, I think, of the second half, I had to laugh, is when I'm pretty sure it was in the fourth quarter where it was Hart in the game. Um, Hart played an outstanding game, contributed to the turnover issues, was two key key turnovers. I think it was early on in the... Was it early on in the fourth quarter? Maybe it was late in the third. Um, one or the other. Anyway, yeah, it was late in the third. Um, but I'm not going to kill Car- Hard. Hard. Hard had a great game. Um, and it wasn't an obvious switch. With It was SGA. Hart was on SGA, and I, f- I forget who Randall was on. But like Randall like wanted the switch. He's like, I'm, I'm, I got this. I got this. <laughs> SGA looked at him like, what are you? Are you kidding me? Like, you know, you want to commend him for his efforts and, uh, you know, giving it the old college try. But, man, no, don't be doing that. Um, He's just not that strong of a defender. And then who did I forget? And then RJ, who has some good defensive games and then has some not so great defensive games. I thought tonight was one of his not so good defensive games. Um, So I don't know what they do. Um, If Mitch really is out for the year, my gut feeling is they will continue to roll this out there with the thought of, and again, it's not a crazy thought with the thought of like, look, there are six, seven, eight or whereabouts teams in the league that could really punish us on offense as the current starting five is, is constituted right now. Um, And of those seven, eight, whatever it is, uh, where we just don't look like we have a chance, like we'll be able to score enough against the majority of them. Like again, for as much as it looked like they were completely outmatched defensively, the Knicks tied. Had the, this was a tie game in the late in the third quarter, you know, um, and that's with all the turnovers. 
So I, I don't think we're going to see a change. It's just, that's more just like, it's frustrating, but it's the reality of this roster right now. The, you know what the change is? The change is the one they're not going to make. And there's, again, there's a reason I asked Fred about it on the pod today. It's a two-man starting lineup change. Quickly and hard in RJ DiVincenzo out. And that's no shade against DiVincenzo, who has been awesome. He was great tonight. Hart was great tonight. DiVincenzo was great tonight. And then obviously quickly. Um, everybody else, you know, I, I did not think Brunson had a strong game. Um, I thought in particular his third quarter was really rough. Uh, but he's he's allowed. The guy's been uh, in God mode for pretty much the whole season. And uh, we, talk, we talked about Randall. Um, who else? Grimes hit a three. Yay. Um, and uh, oh, the, to, to add insult to injury, this pains me probably even more than having to kill uh, Tibbs at the top of the show. Um, some rough Taj minutes tonight. You know, uh, and he was, hey, look, he's out there. He's battling. He's doing everything he can. But this was one of those games where you felt the fact that Gibson is a probably a borderline NBA player um, at this point. Oh, Grimes hit two threes. Excuse me. My bad. Two, you know what? I'll, I'll take that. Two threes, 11 minutes. That's the other thing, too, right? Um, the Because of the minutes breakdown and because you're not, because he, he wants the size out there defensively, you're not taking minutes realistically from RJ or Hart for that matter to get more minutes from quickly. You know who you're taking them from? You're taking them from Quentin Grimes. You know how many minutes Quentin Grimes played tonight? 11. So more minutes quickly, you're, you're probably going to see it there. And DiVincenzo, DiVincenzo, 21 minutes. The dude was five of nine from three. He's been hitting 50% from deep for, I, I mean, he's close to 50% from deep for the whole year. He's over 50% since like the, I don't know, game seven or eight this season. Dude can't miss. He's an absolutely vital part of your offense right now. And he only played 20 million minutes. It is, it is the nature of their roster. It is unfortunate. It is a reality. And frankly, you know, for as much as I, I could yell and complain and scream and every, uh, many other people will yell and scream and complain um, after this game. Like, I think this was like a, a, especially unique circumstance where we're so blatantly obvious, like, come on, man, just close with the kid. You know, you should close with the kid and you know, you should not close with RJ. Most of the time, it's not that clear cut. And most of the time it's like, you know, you get it. Um, But tonight wasn't one of those nights. Tonight wasn't one of those nights. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
So that's it. That's all I got. Um, let's get Andrew Claudio up here for some business. Hi. Hi, John. How you doing? Been better. You know, I, I I echo your sentiments that we were trending toward a respectable loss to a team that's an emerging contender in the Western Conference. And my goodness, SGA. And that was my, my our entire reaction on the post on the watch along today was just anything SGA did, whether it was uh, taking whomever off the dribble and using his spin move to get to the rim at will or recognizing that the Knicks were double and triple teaming him and just knew where the open man was at all times. And that's nothing to say. Uh, uh, that's not to say anything about Jalen Williams, who I officially have to take the L. Yeah, the Knicks probably should have drafted him a couple of years yeah. ago, John. That that uh, I mean, second guess is an official second guess that I can, I can co-sign. The, the, the most frustrating part, and I sh- didn't say the quiet part out loud, perhaps I should have. If you want to, like, if you invented a player in a lab that is exactly what the Knicks need, that would put all of these other pieces together, Yep. That's him. That's the dude. That's yep. what you need. He doesn't demand the ball. He's not trying to get one-on-one attempts. And guess what? If he has to take on a one-on-one attempt and like drive and try to create something, he could do that too. It's so frustrating. And meanwhile, 17 points by himself in the fourth quarter, by the way. He, what did he finish? I don't even know what he finished with. Finished with 36 points. He's finished the go. exact same number of points as SGA. 36 points. Um, and he's not someone that like fills a stat sheet, but like like the box score where he just had like three assists, one block, one steal. Like no rebounds for him tonight, but 36 points on 17 shots, five of five from three. Like that'll play. Like that'll do. No, he's he's incredible. Um, he absolutely has all star upside. He's yeah. like whatever what all of the 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 tinfoil hat people have been trying to convince themselves and others that RJ Barrett is over the last five years. That's, that's the actual, that's what it is. That's the actual version. I think it would have been a respectable loss if you couldn't stop uh, J dub and you couldn't stop SGA. This is a a thunder team on a 56 win pace and to your, to your credit and to what seems to be a universal criticism. There's just, there's no defending taken quickly out of this game. I can't do it. Night. It, this continues to be an issue of him and his minutes are just like 24 is not going to be enough. And I, r- during the watch long, where I even said, like, look, DiVincenzo played well tonight and he can't get more than 19. It's just, it's a roster construction flaw. And then when I saw the sub happening in slow motion, because I saw Jalen Williams have to take a tough mid range shot over quickly and he hit it. And then yeah. Tibbs pushed into the bench. Yeah. And I was bringing DiVincenzo back in. I was like, all right, so he's going to go supernova down the stretch. No. And when I saw RJ. This is gone. This goes back to last year. RJ plus Josh Hart is not a successful lineup. We go back to no. last season and um, the, all those, the, those combos in the playoffs cost them, but RJ was playing at a level that was, you had to just play him down the stretch and it cost them in certain minutes this season. Can we just go back one game previous on Christmas where Emmanuel quickly and Josh Hart built a lead for them. And then Tibbs, yeah. Same thing where he was like, Dame's kind of cooking right now. Let yep. me get Dan for size and down yep. the stretch, we'll be able to run away with this game. Well, guess what happened? The Bucks yeah. made a run and made us sweat out the final yep. two minutes of that game. He's well, not. I'm going to quote the great Tom Thibodeau, who, as you mentioned, is on the verge of 500 wins. The game will tell you what to do. The game was telling you not to put RJ Barrett back in this game. 
today. The game was telling you to play Emmanuel quickly, who by my account was their best player tonight. He was. And you took him out with four. And, and they probably lose. You're right. They probably lose this game with quickly, with Josh Hart, with the, this lineup that we've all fallen in love with that's off the charts with their net rating. And it would have been respectable. You lost on the road to a team that's an emerging contender. But now the, cord- the cordial post game goes away. The cordial reaction goes away. And a problem that continues to linger just continues to get worse as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Um, Look, this team is overdue for a trade um, of some kind. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we, I I mean, I thought they were going to make it this summer. I was wrong about that Um, because I I, I said all this in in May. Yeah. (laughs) Like we knew they were going to sign DiVincenzo then. Uh, And I just, I saw it coming. Again, it's not, they're still a really good team. Like, that's the thing. It's like, we're all going to kill them tonight. It's what we do. It's, it's what happens. They're awesome. Um, but it's, they're flawed. You know, like a lot of teams are flawed, but like, and they, uh, to their credit, they get over those flaws about as well as anyone, but it, it doesn't change the fact that they're flawed. Okay. Um, AG1. Well, no, not you. you mm. So I think after a game like that, John, we what? all need to take a deep breath and maybe maybe we need a little something to f- to to refresh ourselves to That's what I'm getting at. To check yeah, but I, I was gonna lead it in to to set it up the, the runway for AG1. Uh point being to John's I can't point, wait to get to it. That's the we thing. We could shout out our sponsor for today, one of our sponsors for today, AG1. John, would you tell the fine folks at home what they can get with our AG1 promo code? For sure. Um, so first of all, the promo code I'll say up front, it's drinkag1.com uh, slash film school. Um, you guys know about the deal by now because I've been saying it for it feels like a couple of months. Uh, I first gave AG1 a try because Andrew was like, hey, we got a new sponsor. Give it a shot. They want you to do this thing. And absolutely, totally fell in love with it uh, because become part of my morning routine, obviously. Um you know, makes me feel better before I go to the gym for a workout, makes me feel better generally as I go through life, immune system, like I feel like more clarity of thought, everything. Um, It's really changed my entire approach to health. And it is like the one supplement that speaking of checking boxes, it's the one supplement that checks all the boxes that you need Um, specifically and and particularly engineered and designed by scientists who know all about this stuff, pre-probiotics, uh, adaptogens, antioxidants. It's all whole food sourced, um, all the good stuff. And they put everything in so you don't have to worry about it. It's the easiest thing in the world to make. So uh, if you try AG1 and, you, and uh, with us, you get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Again, free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five travel packs. You could get that with drinkag1.com slash film school. Again, go to drinkag1.com slash film school. I made mine with my customary squirt of lime juice. That's how I like it. Um, and I'm just, I, I need a little AG1. Um, yes, you make yours with Red Bull, which it, it's horrifying to me, but that's just me. You'll never I, see me drink a Red Bull. You, 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 I'm, I'm a tiger that has not changed his stripes for a while. I so know. We, 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 know you're, we know this already. Uh, thank you to the fine folks at AG1 for your uh, support for this uh, post game and the drinking game today. I almost think we should make it whenever a 
a super chat doesn't have something about Tibbs or well, quickly or RJ because that will dominate the night. I think. Like, how about our, uh, quickly praise? Quickly Any praise for prick and quays for quays for quick quays for prick praise for Emmanuel quickly. Okay. Um, about me? Yeah. <laughs> Not Tibbs tonight. Um, oh, any God. praise for Emmanuel quickly, even if it is in the context of should have played more, shouldn't have subbed him out. Any praise for Emmanuel quickly is our drinking game Perfect. tonight. Um, now we have some other business to settle. Uh, I, fortunately, although it could be better. Uh, and that's a shout out to the fine folks at Prize Picks. Uh, they are our other sponsor for today. Um, if you want to play along with us with our betting and sweating segment that we do before uh, each game, uh, go to prizepicks.com and use promo code uh, prizepicks.com slash KFS, excuse me, and use promo code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Whatever you put down, they will match with your first deposit. Um, if you put five bucks in, they'll add another five. You put a hundred bucks in, they'll add another hundred uh, and you get to, to play along with us. Again, prizepicks.com slash KFS and use promo code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Prizepicks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Let's go to the videotape, John. Okay. How do we do? So, I took an SGA over and shout out to Benji because I initially had a Jalen Brunson over. Then I wondered about their, their size and whether this is going to be an off night. And then I remembered the, the, the Knicks don't have anybody to guard SGA. In fact, Benji tweeted out uh, before the game, a poll. Yeah. So who's guarding SGA tonight? And when I yeah. realized who the options were, I was like, huh, I don't think, I, I don't think they're going to stop him tonight. And so SGA hits the over, which was over 39 and a half points and assists. And he hits it. Um, I'll get to Sean in a second. XJ, I just flat out nailed this one. Uh, Jalen Williams, over 16 and a half points. He finished with 36. So that hits. Um, Mensa hit his in the first half. It was over 11 and a half points and rebounds. Even Chenzo had 11 and one in the first half alone. So that hit. And then poor Sean with a W. This has been hitting a lot lately, but Isaiah Hartenstein over on rebounds mm. and assists. He finished with nine rebounds, two assists. So 11 total. He needed to hit 12 and a half. And unfortunately, he missed. So uh, three for four night for the betting and sweating crew. We've hit three of four in uh, four of the last five games. And on Christmas, we technically hit all four. You would have won money if you went with our betting and sweating. Uh, Mentos was a push on one of his. So you get half of the winnings that you would have gotten if you push on one of them. Uh, so we were able to complete that. Again, go to prizepicks.com. Use promo code KFS for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Prize picks. It's daily, fan- daily fantasy sports made easy. So let's do this quick. Jonathan, we'll take a quick swig and then we'll get to the Super Chats. Shout out to so- one shout out as you won um and i just want to say and good job by benji who's i guess watching the post game live there was a question was about the substitution he said exactly what i knew he would say which is the thunder were um they had a lot of length out there made the substitution after the tough uh pull up uh that williams hit over quickly and then benji mentions uh, but after the substitution they gave up open threes not only that i thought again in contention for the funniest moment of this game is where you have the one-on-one matchup with rj on williams um and rj fouls him 30 feet from the basket because mm-hmm. he knows that he has no chance can i add you a know? funnier part can i add a funnier part sure so I forget who had the ball, but it wasn't SGA. But um, RJ, who was guarding J-Dub off ball, 
comes over to double to leave J Dub wide. Oh, open. that was the best. Yeah, and that we're all just staring one. at it. it's like, really, you're gonna leave him wide open tonight? <laughs> and it's like, yeah. you know, there are defenders who can who can show there, or or I don't know if show or hedge is the right is the right term, but like who can be quick enough and on point enough. RJ, again, I, I feel like I'm going to be saying this a lot tonight. RJ ain't that dude. He's not that dude. He's not that instinctual. He's not that quick. Um, And you knew as soon as he went over, it's like, what are you doing, man? Um, but you, you reap what you sow. All right, let's get to the Super Chats. Let's do it. Incredibly frustrating night. Kevin Anishevsky, there you go. Two people who I love, Robert Cross. Uh, who wouldn't you trade RJ for today? John, what crazy defense are you going to come up with for the IQ minutes today? It's no defense. I mean, the, the defense for... There is no defense needed for quickly playing 24 minutes a game because, again, if he's not starting, you're probably not going to play him. Any, I mean, the most you're going to play him. He played him for 12 minutes in the first half. You're very. I don't know that you see any bench player play for longer than twelve straight minutes in the first half of a game, um, and then he gets to twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight. If he closes games, um, when he may, he comes in and he plays as usual, but that's the only way. And you know, we saw it happen last year, and um, tonight didn't close the game, which didn't love it. Didn't love it. Thanks, Kev. Mark Fabros. Tibbs' decision to bench quickly for RJ in the fourth was so baffling. A quickly shot. Shout out AG1. Was so baffling that it legitimately had me wondering if he was trying to lose. I mean, it it, it reeks of that, right? It reeks of that. That's how that's how. Um but again, I don't I don't use the word baffling. Because baffling is like, why would you do that? We know exactly why he did it. It was the wrong decision. There's a difference. Thank you, Mark. CJ Cervantes, get RJ off my basketball team. I've had enough. Well, I think there's going to be a lot of people in that camp um, with you because it, it, it really shouldn't be the case where an entire fan base when a guy making $26.7 million comes in a game, a close game in the fourth quarter, maybe not the entire fan base, but like anybody with good sense, like has the exact same reaction. Like, why are you bringing this player into the game right now? You, that's There is something fundamentally wrong if you have a player taking up that significant portion of the salary cap. And when he ha- like... It, his bad games, which there's a lot of, engender that reaction, and his his good games make you feel like you found gold. Like it, like it, we're back to the point where like the truly, truly, really good RJ games start to finish. Feels like you walk out of your house and you look down and you see like a hundred dollar bill. That's not how. That's not how it should feel. Thank you, CJ. Juanon, what's going on, Juanon? Hard to be too mad about this one. I mean, in a sense, yes. At the same time, it's incredibly easy to be incredibly frustrated about this one. OKC is a very, very, very good young team. Only thing going to RJ late bit. Tibbs 
or t- only thing going to RJ late bit Tibbs in the ass. Yep. The need for length wasn't worth taking IQ off the floor. Obviously, we're in complete agreement. As for OKC, I'll, I'll use this as an opportunity to give them a little bit more praise. I asked uh, Fred on the pod today at the start, I think, when's the last time a franchise has been as well positioned for both the present and the future as this OKC team? And I'm not sure. I think, honestly, you probably have to go back to the la- to OKC a decade ago or uh, actually closer to 15 years ago now. Whenever they drafted Harden, it, it was pretty clear. Well, maybe it probably wasn't clear until year two um, that Harden was like a special player. We didn't know it was going to be that special, but it's probably since then. And that team didn't even have a bunch of future draft picks coming from other teams. This team does. So they're, th- this team is better suited up. I mean, I don't, I don't know, you know, that the talent on, on, on paper of, uh, SGA, Chet, and J-Dub matches with Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden because those three guys won MVP. And one of them is one of the 12 greatest players of all time. That said, you know, in terms of fit, man, I don't know that you're going to find another top three in the league that's, that fit as good as these top three. In every respect. Thanks, Juno. CJ Cervantes subbing IQ for RJ is ludicrous. Cheers to IQ. Thanks, AG1. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the word for it. It's ludicrous. It was a ludicrous move. Um, Jesse M. Leon has major egg on his face for thinking New York was too good to draft first round players the last few years. Williams, Duran, others could have been next. Well, I'm not gonna go say the say the to go do the Duran thing again because God knows I don't want to I don't want to piss off the wrong person. Um, I don't care about Jalen Duran. Centers are like you can find a good center. And guess what? The Knicks have a great one. Now, in retrospect, the injury thing with Mitch is that worth a conversation? But that never made sense for the Knicks at the time. The Williams thing struck me as odd in the moment. And you know why they did it? You know why they did it? Because you know how they've operated in recent years. It's the same reason that Cam Reddish ended up on the goddamn team because they didn't want to use two draft picks in that draft because they didn't think they had any rotation minutes for one young player. And they knew they had night. And I'm talking about the 2021 draft. Yeah. Where they had 19, 21, and then it was one pick that they ended up turning into two, which was Deuce and Rokas. And they didn't want to have two first round picks sitting on the bench, not getting minutes because that's they they, they thought that was going to be the situation. Because if you remember before that year started, that was the Kemba Fournier year. They were like, they were set up in their rotation. Now, Quentin Grimes ended up playing 700 minutes that season, and he would have played a thousand minutes if he didn't get hurt in the first game after the All Star break. Um, the Williams thing, you know. The reports are that there are certain people. I, I think there was at least one report that Tibbs is one of those people that loved him in the draft. There are definitely people in the organization that loved him in the draft. And like sometimes you got to follow through. Um, but look, they created some extra cap room. They got Hardenstein out of it. Um, I, I, I think. We could, at some point, I am going to have to go back and actually do 
the math because I'm, I did it at one point and I honestly forget what my result was. But like, yes, they st- there was a path to signing Brunson, even if you make that pick. It just would have been like exponentially harder. And it might have required something else that would have been like fairly unpleasant. But like, look, the dude's going to probably make an all star team at least. Thanks, Jesse. Dom Cappuccini, what's going on, Don? Thank you for the very generous contribution. I have officially lost patience with number nine. Show me where I could sign up for um, DeJounte Murray or Spider. Maybe the Knicks still lose tonight with one of those two small guards, but I'd love the team ceiling a whole lot more. Um, Yeah, that's... but uh, It's two different conversations, right? Because there is the conversation that is, I am frustrated with RJ Barrett. I want to turn RJ Barrett into something that doesn't frustrate me as much. Let's just get a better player on the team in place of RJ Barrett. And almost regardless of who that player is, if the player is like, obviously, they're the guys you're talking about, and plus a whole host of other players. I mean, friggin' Bogdanovich in Detroit, you know? Now, that's a more extreme version because he's 34 years old um, and he might be on his last legs. But like the conversation about making a trade for RJ Barrett that makes your team better, that's not the conversation. The conversation has to be how do the Knicks continue to act responsibly, which they have done to their credit for the most part a lot over the last several years um, in building this roster because they have been, they have been so patient thus far. So you know, does swapping out RJ plus stuff, because remember, other front offices are allowed to watch teams that are not their own. Everybody sees RJ's numbers this year. Everybody knows what RJ is at this point in his career. Um, So if you're doing the RJ for, you know, Murray or like, needless to say, RJ for, for Mitchell swap this summer, like you're, you're giving up other stuff. Like without question, you're giving up other stuff. That's the only way that that teams are going to do that trade. So then it's like, all right, well, what other stuff? How much other stuff? Is the other stuff that I'm giving up going to be going to prevent me from making the move that puts me over the top? Because, as you say in jest, that you know, adding another small guard is probably not getting you there. And it it may require you at some point to to take that player that you're bringing in. In the case of Murray, if you're bringing in Mitchell, obviously that's you're you're going all in on on offense. But like Murray, like you may need to turn around and flip Murray again because there's, I don't know will that work. Thanks, Tom. 